Welcome to the No Disqualifications Podcast. I am Adrian. I am Laszlo. And we are... Um, the No DQ Podcast. Yeah, I already told him that. Oh, okay. We're on our journey once again. 1985. We finished WrestleMania 1 the week prior. This is the wrestling classic, son. Yeah, and they said this is the most prestigious wrestling tournament in the history of pro wrestling. Since the one last week that we just had, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, this is, takes place November 7th, 1985. It was a good time. It looked like a good time. Um, Being there, maybe, uh, in Rosemont, Illinois, at the Rosemont Horizon Center. What else happens in Rosemont, Illinois? I mean, I'd have to Google it, but, like, I've nothing. I don't even know I how doubt far away very it. little. I don't even know how far away it is from Chicago. Nor do I, sir. Nor do I. Nor do you want to, really. I mean, I'm curious, but it's not, I'm not going to lose it's, sleep it's, over it. Yeah, at this point, it's all... I tell you what, if I lose sleep over that, I'll pop a Unisom and take some melatonin and I'll put on some ambient waves crashing on the shore and That'd go to nice sleep. Right That would be nice. Wrestling Classic, 1985. This is a one-off event. It was, it was kind of promoted to be something that was going to be annual. Never happened again. I wonder why. Well... Well, the quality of these matches, it's pretty blatant why. It's pretty clear. Uh, 14,000 in attendance. That's a lot, son. For this show, it is. Let's get into it. Let's do it. First match, we have Adrian Adonis against Corporal Kirshner. Corporal Kirshner. Um, Adrian Adonis' physique. It looks like that of Mike Wazowski's. I say this often, but like... Of country crock butter left out in the sun. Yeah, they just kind of bloated. Like Corporal Kirshner doesn't look too too hot either. Um, you know, he doesn't look like he's that well in shape either. Um, there's a good arm drag from Corporal Kirshner, followed by a pretty horrible one in which Adrian Donis lands on him. I don't know if whose fault that really was. Um, this match didn't go on any longer than probably four minutes. Thank God. Um, suplex. Is reversed into a DDT. That looks really good. It feels like a lifetime ago. Um, watching that. Yeah, it does. Um, the, the suplex. Corporal Kirshner's going for that suplex. Adrian Doss kind of drops the arm and just DDTs him flat. But yeah, oh, yeah. yeah one arm's still hooked, but he drops him. You see the head <laughs> impact the, the mat. It, it pinned on the mat. Just I give this match two bells. I, too, gave it two bells. It was... Okay. It was I, look, look, man, Adrian Adonis. Okay, picture Rod Stewart, and he drowned. <laughs> That's what Adrian Adonis's physique and face and um, is that a chest or are those boobs? Um, dudes with boobs. Dudes with boobs. <laughs> this was uh, this was a two belt match. This uh, like again. These guys are athletes. Yes. You can't take away the fact that they can really get hurt doing this. But, man, that was awful. And that, yeah, was <laughs> we're gonna, awful. I get, all you get getting from me, Kirshner, is two bells. I'm very sorry. Um, next, we have Volkov against the Dynamite Kid. Nikolai Volkov. Nikolai Volkov comes out and he's singing his um, Russian national, national anthem. anthem. Yeah. But after he gets done singing, he starts screaming about how much he hates America. Dynamite Kid, sneaky, sneaky, sneaky in the Climbs corner. to the top rope. Missile dropped him from the top rope. For the win, I gave it two bells. I gave it one bell. It was all oh, that should have been a match. It should have been a grueling four or five minute match with a lot of spots. But Dynamite Kid, that was a phenomenal 
drop kick. Wasn't it though? It looked it looked like it may have, but like I mean, Volkov is a, a veteran professional, mm-hmm. and he knew how to sell. And it looked like an actual drop kick. It was, just, but, yeah. but then he popped right up and got out of the ring. So that's you. He kinda, wasn't hurt. Kind of hurts the allure of that drop kick. Yeah, it hurts the, the, the realism behind a drop kick because a drop kick. If you look at what a drop kick is, that should put a guy on his back for a couple minutes. Yeah, and have the smelling salts broken over his nose, but it didn't. One bell. It was. It wasn't. Was it a match? Could you call this a match? Uh, I mean, squash. Squash match. They squash. The way they did it in a common squash match, one guy just decimates the other guy. Like there's no form of offense. This is more like a surprise squash match. Where like if Volkov would have had a heads up, it would have been a competitive matchup. So it was like a sneaky squash. Sneaky, sneaky squash squash. Um, next we have Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, oh yeah. yeah! Against Ivan Putski. Snap into a slim gym! Uh, I think he calls himself the Polish Hammer. Born in Nazi controlled Poland. Yes. In 1941. Sucks to suck, kiddo. As a kid, he's seen things. Whoo, I bet. Um, <laughs> Ivan, so Macho Man goes for full Nelson. Ivan spins out of it and spits right in his face. Gross. That's, uh, it's go time. Anybody does that to me. I don't care who they are. It's go time. If that happens, um, they kind of there's no move. Does it really go down? They're just kind of fighting. Like, I mean, it's just brawling, brawling from corner to corner to corner to corner. Pillar to um, post. Sam Savage is pushed into the corner. He's getting um, worked over by Putski. He pushes him down, puts his legs up on the rope, and gets a pin. But no, but which was the one where they called it where it wasn't a pin? Oh, that was the next match, wasn't it? Um, no, that that was a few matches down. Okay, never mind. Uh. <laughs> um, but I, I gave this one. I gave it one also. Why we're not um, we're, we're 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 meshing here because these matches are very uh, subpar. Yeah, it's very obvious what they are. Um, next up, we have Steamboat and Davy Boy Smith, British Bulldog baby. I you know, um, what's his name in this match? Davy Boy Smith. That's the British Bulldog to me. I yeah. know he's Davy Boy Smith here. That's the British Bulldog. Can we talk about these vertical suplexes? Let's talk about them. You are uh, a student of the wrestling game. I try to be. I tr- you try. To, I try to be a student of the boxing or MMA game. Um, I can't imagine holding someone vertically and and suplexing them. I can't imagine like the balance and the the the, the feet of strength that it is for both competitors. It's, it's such a it's such a task because I mean it's obvious, but once you get those once you get up straight. It's just a matter of keeping your legs together. And it's balance. That's core. Okay. You have to have the core. But what about getting them set up under that? I could Well, you have I the feel arm. feel my back. You have the arm. When, you lift, when they lift up, the arm is on the other person's waist to kind of steady them and get them up. And then they'll put their other arm on their shoulder to kind of hold them, hold them steady. But once again, if, if, you're, if your core is horrible, you're not going to be able to maintain the base yeah, up top or down low. So that's where you're down low. It's if you're the if you're the perpetrator, if you're the the one the, on the offense, your 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 legs are where you're looking at, right? Because that's that's, 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 that's your foundation. So you do horseback stance so a couple a couple minutes a day in the gym, and you you'll be ready to do that. It's like, yeah, it's like you, it's like doing your squats. Okay, but when you're up top. It's your core and your balance. So the guy who's getting, to, who's taking the bump is actually he's the one that's that you need the um you need the most cooperation of. Okay, so you might have, and the most skill. Yeah, I mean, and also yeah, I think 
the the mindset behind doing the holding vertical is you're letting all the blood rush the your opponent's head, and then when you drop them, they're still kind of they're groggy from their blood getting rushed to their head, and they got slammed on their back from the six back. feet in the air. Yeah. Um, okay. So there's a big there's this nice suplex um, in the beginning from Davy Boy to Steamboat, but Steamboat bridges up out of it, which was extremely impressive. Um, you can see the abs glistening off that man. Um, two big power slams by Davy Boy Smith. A front fra- face lock slows down um, Ricky Steamboat for just a little bit, and then he does that big vertical suplex that we had spoken about. Um, um, Steamboat does. Davy Boy Smith then runs to, I guess, do like a knee attack to Steamboat. Steamboat sidesteps and he crosses himself. The ref calls the match for an injury. Uh, Steamboat will move on. I give this match three bells. I gave it four bells. I thought I'd like the um getting the averages for the fights there. I for the um just just that that uh, vertical suplex alone, mm-hmm. and, and like like you don't really see that move too much. Maybe people got hurt doing that. It's just not. I don't know. Bobby Lashley will do it now. Um, I'd let Bobby Lashley do it to me because well, that's. I, I mean, for the most part, I just don't think a lot of people do it. They just uh, they try to do other things. Wrestling now is a lot more flashy. Yeah. High speed, breakneck speeds. You gotta know about your moves and everything. And I, I'm willing to bet people have been hurt irrevocably, probably from that. Yeah. You know that move. Um, but yeah, Ricky Steamboat and the British Bulldog. What's his name in this? Davy Boy Smith. Davy Boy Smith. They are uh, they're pros. These guys are athletes. Um, not not every idiot can go out there and do this. Not every um, handsome muscle bra- muscle bound uh, special ed student can you do this. There. Yeah, it's uh, you have to be athletic. You have to be you have to be able to talk at the which is why Bobby Lashley is not as popular as he should be because if you hear Bobby Lashley talk. His voice doesn't match his body, and the words he say didn't, don't bring the type of no. It's movement that he needs to. No, I, like who? Who's the best on the mic in WWE now? Now? Yeah. Oh man, I would probably say Roman. No, no, Roman Reigns. I would probably say Kevin Owens. Okay. He can. He can talk. He. You put the stick in front of him. He can. He can go. He can make you feel something about anything. All right. As far as women, probably be. I would love if she was around. It'd be Becky Lynch. No okay. kidding, she's not around right now. But currently, in I would say, on the mic out of the women is probably Bailey. You think she's the best on the mic now? She's clever. Okay. Bailey or Sasha? Sasha's gotten a lot better on the mic. It's her voice that kind of. Uh, it's like <laughs> a weird Bostonian, yeah, hood girl accent sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Legit. Yeah. She says legit a lot. It makes me mad. But that's a different story for different day. Um, next match we have the Junkyard, junkyard dog, dog against Iron Sheik. Iron Sheik attacks Junkyard Dog right away. Um, junkyard Dog has a pretty bad clothesline. He goes to, for his headbutt and misses and like bounces off the ground, which was cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but at one point he does land a headbutt and then Iron Sheik sells it by just walk, getting out of the ring and walking around. Oh, my head, it hurts. It's like this weird racial thing um, that they did back in the 80s. Black people and um, foreigners like Samoans and stuff like that. Right. 
they had harder skulls because there's not as much brain up there. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Uh, yes. Oh yes. my God. <laughs> um, so you'd see a Simone get headbutted, and he'd be like powered up, or like you'd get headbutted, and another person would be hurt. Oh my God, dude! Yeah. <laughs> like we're a junkyard dog. Obviously, is not white. No, he's not. He's an African American. <laughs> it's really messed up. <laughs> that is bad, dude. That's bad. But that's just how it was. Uh, that's how it is. You can't change yeah, history. No. You can only enjoy it. And pull down the statues because they're hurting your feelings. Dang. Right? I, I Yeah. I mean, come on. I, I Wrestling. Wrestling. <laughs> wrestling. <laughs> um, there's a camel clutch from the Sheik. But, uh, camel is a dope name good for an Arabic say. fighter. <laughs> Because, you know, in Arabia, they have the camels. It, it's, from the movies, I've seen this in the TV shows. And the yeah. Cam- the comic books. Lawrence of Arabia? L- Lawrence of Arabia. Who was played by Lawrence, Ar- Lawrence Olivier, who was a Frenchman. Huh. Which is weird. It is pretty weird. Um, camel Clutch is failed because Junkyard Dog, as they say, he gets his arms free. And then it pisses off the sheik and he just quits and gives up on the movie. And, uh, I, I give up on this, this. Bring me my 40 wives. <laughs> Um, Junker Dog hits the headbutt for the win. I give it two. Damn. I too gave, gave it two. two. It, it was fun to watch it, like, but like again, um, maybe we're spoiled, be, or you know, may, I, I'm obviously I am biased. I have my own little <clears throat> set of uh, uh, taste. I have my own taste. I have mm-hmm. my own uh, uh, preferences, and I do enjoy more flippy. Slammy stuff than um, uh, what we've been seeing. Yeah, uh, and, and they do. I haven't seen anything really shocking yet in, the, in 1985. It's gonna be a while. It's gonna be a minute. I, I'm sure. About ten years. Oh man. Okay. Well, fine. <laughs> but like, hey, you gotta learn. You gotta. But grow. we're going through the story of wrestling. Just we're, we're seeing the like, evolution, development through professional wrestling. Dude, I would. I know in my heart. If I was six years old when this came, when this eighty-five. If I was five years old and I saw this, I'd be like, "What is this? Can we put on Thundercats now." Here's what the thing. It? Here's the thing about this. Here's the thing about this journey that we're going on. Some don't understand. I I fill me in. I am going to go to college. I'm going to college for history, secondary education, teaching history. Here's the thing. Nice. We get to the American Revolution and that kind of stuff. It can get kind of boring. You're talking about documents being signed and and treaties here and it's treaties important. here, but. You're right, it's important. That's my point. It's important. But where, where, do, where do most people really enjoy the history? World War One, World War Two, yeah, Vietnam. Mass chaos. Yeah. We're going to get to the mass chaos. We're going to get to our World War One. We're going to get to our World War Two. We're going to get to our NAM. Our, 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 our Iraq. Our op- Operation Desert Storm. Storm. We're going to get there. Operation Iraqi Freedom. You know but what I mean? First, we got, we got to deal with some of the Founding Fathers. The founding fathers of the 80s, easily Hogan, Rhodes, Flair, and Savage. Savage. Ooh, and once we yeah. leave, we'll be seeing the, the, these, the, the, the wars of the 90s. The Monday Night Wars. Piper. Piper. Roddy, Roddy, Roddy Piper. We're going to see a lot. All right, well, let's, let's continue with the show. We just talked about uh, uh, Junkyard Dog and Iron Sheik. Moondog Spot and Terry Funk. Moondog Spot is a great name for an average to less than mediocre wrestler. And that's what it is. Because 
they both go for a count out because they don't want to fight each other. They both go go out. They walk out there and say, we're not going to fight each other. So go out there for a count out. <laughs> but Terry Funk, Pearl Harbors him, as the announcers say. And he attacks him. And he runs back in there to try, try to get the win while Moondog gets counted out. Moondog gets pissed off, throws him out. They both fight. Terry Funk doesn't get in the ring in time. So he's the one that tries to screw over Moondog, and he's the one that gets counted out. Moondog wins to move on to the next round. He'll lose to Junkyard Dog later on. A match that we accidentally skipped. Doesn't matter. It's probably garbage. It's 40, 40 seconds, seconds long. Um, yeah. I gave this one bell. I gave it one bell. Next. No substance. <laughs> Don Morocco against Santana. Tito Santana. Tito Santana. Um, Morocco beats oh. the frick out of Tito Santana. Like, yeah. He is just whooping on boy. Left and right. Throw him in the corner. Power slams. Body body shots. He's working on him. Th- this was a good match. Um, there's this- a moment here where Tito Santana gets a crossbody. And then he does a sunset flip. There's a few of those sunset flips in this in, in the whole night, honestly. It's sunset flip in probably almost every match. Right. But for Tito, it works a little bit better. Um, power slam for three, but the foot was underneath the rope. Referee reversed the decision. And while he's reversing that decision, Tito rolls up Don Morocco for the win. Two bells. I get four. Holy crap, okay. <laughs> this is good. This was a good match. Speak on it. Um, the back and forth. Was there and like again the willingness for both? I don't know who was a bigger star at the time. It doesn't really matter. Both of them took the bumps. Both of them got spots. Um, it was like you could see the um, the professionalism mm-hmm. here, like like the willingness to like okay, well I'm I'm gonna bang your head into the corner rope post a couple times. And what's this? Oh, I just got clotheslined by the guy who said I was, and it was a, a, a really good back and forth. This. Um, there weren't, you know what I'm not seeing either, Adrian? I'm not seeing a lot of masks. I'm not seeing a lot of flashy costumes walking out to the cave. Not a lot the, of them. The corner, the Sav- red. That, that's why Savage sticks out so much. Yeah, hell yeah. And he had, and he had a, a beautiful manager by the name of Ms. Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous woman. R.I.P. Um, but like, like, like this, they may have gotten five bells if they weren't wearing um, underwear. In okay. the ring. But that's, that's, what they, that's what wrestlers wear. Whatever, bro. It's whatever. It's what it is. Next up, um, Paul Orndorff is Bob Orton. Bobby Orton. Um, now, why, why does that name sound familiar? Because he's the, he's the father of Randall Keith Orton. Are you speaking of RKO? I'm speaking of Randy Orton. Randy the Viper Orton? The Viper. The one who does, like, a bunch of kids were getting suspended for doing the RKO to their teachers a couple years ago. Remember that? Yes. There was a whole thing. It was on the news. Like, they were like, a popular wrestler makes a plea, and it showed Randy Orton, like, stop doing that. <laughs> like, and it's because of Bob Orton. <laughs> the RKO is because of Bob Orton? No, because he he birthed his son. Right. Yeah. Well, how do you feel about RKO, about Randy? I, I love Randy Orton. Okay, I like and He's him. one of the greatest of all time. Really? Yes. Okay. Good to, good to hear. Put that on everything. I, I wouldn't put that on I everything. Did. I hear you. I wouldn't. It's already there. But my, my, who's my favorite wrestler? New Jack. And who? New Jack. And he's uh, garbage. Yeah. <laughs> but speaking of garbage, he dragged a garbage can full of messages, <laughs> full of, of, uh, message, full of uh, weapons into the ring. And I think that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. To wear a bandana like Tupac because he was bladed so many times, his forehead, you could stick a quarter in and it would stay there. And then you stick a quarter in and then a gumdrop comes out of his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow. That's disgusting. Wow, man. Uh, both of these guys go back and forth um, trying to fight for control. Paul starts to work over um, the left hand, the casted arm of, of Orton. Orton. There's, he puts it in the chicken wing. 
and he puts his foot and then falls back on his shoulder blades. But Orton sells it really well. He did. That was a good sell. Um, like but a, then Orton um, hits Paul Orndorff for the cast and gets a disqualification. That's right. A foreign object or whatever. Two bells. Two bells. Uh, what did I give it? I gave it four. This was a lot of a lot of the selling, a lot of the theatric, uh, um, uh, the storytelling. I don't know how um, Bob Orton broke his arm. It happened in like I think like the seventies. He he still wears the cast to events and shows. That is hilarious. I love that. See, I like a guy with a perpetually broken forearm, but don't let me catch you smacking anybody with it. Okay, don't look, ref. Yeah. <laughs> backhand right to the temple. Um, there was a. This is where you start to see storytelling, and um, there's a history. And luckily, we're not watching the pre or post fight interviews because those would be hilarious. Now I want you to remember yeah. WrestleMania one. Paul Orndorff for sack with Piper, correct? Yeah. Who was in their corner? It wasn't Lou Albano. It was Bob Orton. Who was in their corner. He pops someone with the. And since then, they've they've begun a rivalry. Oh. And that will lead to the match later on tonight. Uh, next, we have Adrian Donis and Dynamite Kid. Um, this was actually pretty good. This uh, is all right. A catapult. Your catapult moves back. I, I, into the corner. Stupid. Vertical, su- vertical suplex by Adrian Adonis. Uh, Dynamite Kid does his diving knee drop, and he does a, a headbutt as well um, to Adrian Adonis. And afterwards, he, he kicks Adonis into Jimmy Hart. And while Jimmy Hart's or while Adonis, like, stumbling back, yeah. Dynamite Kid uh, rolls him up for the win. I gave it two bells. I gave it three. Okay. This was good. Um, look, uh, Adrian Adonis, again, look like uh, he looks like Mike Wazowski and uh, Rod Stewart. With the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. No, he's got little skinny legs and a big meatball of a body. Uh, That's it, more not Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, which is like a big, like a diabetes like patient. A big show. Yes, uh, but exactly. Um, Adrian Adonis looked like uh, Mike Wazowski. He's straight up legit. Looks like Mike Wazowski. Mike Wazowski. Um, there was some good back and forth in this. Mm-hmm. There were there were some good spots. I believe it or not. Um, and uh, Adrian Adonis for his, his size and shape is actually pretty athletic. For his He's pretty athletic. I mean, these guys are athletes. It's, it's not everybody can go do this. No. So so like, that alone. Three bells for this match, okay. for sure. Uh, next up, we have Savage and Steamboat. This is before we get to the legendary oh, yeah. Savage and Steamboat match at WrestleMania 3, <clears throat> which we will get to soon. But we have Savage and Steamboat here right away. Three three knife edge chops right away to Savage. Bang. Um, after that, uh, Savage gets out of the ring. He's like, nah, screw that, bro. I'm not with all that. <laughs> yeah. um, suplex to the out, from the outside to the inside. A top rope crossbody from... Uh, from Steamboat, which was beautiful. Um, Savage is getting ready to hit. There's a back suplex. He's about to get back suplex back in. And, well, before that happens, he's on the apron. Steamboat's looking at him. He had pulled something out of his, his tights. His, weren't his brass trunks. knucks or anything. Oh, they definitely were They weren't knuckle dusters. He swung at Steamboat. Steamboat ducks. He gets him ready for a back suplex. And while he lifts him up, Savage, with not a brass, brass knuckles, it's just peppering him in the head, like, yeah. causing brain damage, yep. you know? Um, and then he pins him. <laughs> that's that's a, that's the match. Three bells. I give it four. 
I, I like the storytelling and the uh, the announcers are ridiculous. <laughs> like, like the way he says gorilla. Gorilla. I, I hate Oh um, Gorilla, I would never lie about that. He's like, listen off gorilla. I I, 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 have a, I have a conspiracy theory about my man. Well, whenever I try to do a, 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 a Jesse the Body Ventura impression, I come off sounding like Vince McMahon. Uh, <laughs> That's got stuff. Vince. Uh, you know, is, uh, you're boss. <laughs> I uh, just want to tell you, Hulk, I, uh, I just don't think you're going to make it anymore in this business. Okay. You're an old bastard. <laughs> well, and then grew up, you know, Jesse Body Ventura is more like... <clears throat> Oh, Gorilla, I said, uh, he just speaks a little bit faster, but always, Gorilla, Gorilla. <laughs> and then Macho Man is like a variant between Vince McMahon and Hogan, where Hogan's like, well, let me tell you something, brother. Yeah, and, you know, he's a fast talker, <laughs> whatever. And then you have, you have Vince who's, oh, drawn out, you suck. Yeah, it's, it's the pomp for him, right? Yeah. But then you get you get Savage, who's like, oh yeah, dig it. You know, he's like a very he has puts weird inflection on words. Like he's, oh snap into a slim jim. Like why does <coughs> snap your? I'm the tower of power, too sweet to be sour. Macho man Randy Savage did. Where do you think he made more money? I'm serious. You think Slim he made Jim or wrestling? Slim Jim. So with, it, with his, like, all the accolades. his family still gets paid off Slim Jim. I can't help. I see that cat and I think. When I see Slim, Slim Jim, I think of Macho man Randy Savage. When I see Macho man Randy Savage, what do I think of? Slim Jim. Before I thought it, before I was a big, before I knew the gravity of the man Macho man Randy Savage. When I saw a Slim Jim, I thought Macho Man Randy Savage. And I was like, why do I think that? Because I don't even know that much about him. And when I, when I watched Spider-Man 1, and I hear, That's I right. hear Spider-Man <laughs> called Macho Man Randy Savage gay, I think Slim Jim. <laughs> did he call him gay? Yeah, he said, oh, did your husband make that blast for you? Or something like that. That couldn't fly today. No, it wouldn't. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I snapped into a Slim Jim. I snapped into my trunks and retrieved my brass knuckles and went, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> and gave him for and he, he went, what? Arm. What did he say? <clears throat> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> and pinned him with a one, uh, two, uh, three, uh, four, you're out. What? I wish I'd do a better Stone Cold. We'll get to the Stone Cold. What? 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 Uh-uh. Um, next up, Tito Santana against Paul Orndorff. They're fighting ground control. Um, Santana's legs met, look, look, kind of janked up, so he's getting worked over by Orndorff. Orndorff's putting him in different you know, leg locks and such. Um, but they end up fighting to the outside, and they fight to a countout. They both continually fight to the... They're out there on... on after the, the refs and they're standing there still in and fight stance they're like the Mortal Kombat yeah yeah they finish him yeah they just kind of look at each other like uh, are you gonna swing first yeah so this looked like a real fight to me they, like, they were throwing some hand bones at each other yeah. left and right uh, I gave it one though because double count out man there's been so many weird finishes all night yeah but this is wrestling bro but I don't like it 
I, you love wrestling. But I don't like this. It's the pureness of the sport. This is storytelling. Three bells. Three bells. Oh, there, there were oh, better matches that, oh. that I gave three. There were worse matches that I gave three to. But like the, the way that it ended, I don't, I don't justify the, a double count out. I, that's like... <laughs> but I don't know why I did you that. You know who should have lost? Santana should have lost. Why? Because... He out of you can't just out, of, out of most of the guys in this tournament, yeah. he was the least one of the, one of the least impressive guys. Okay. Okay. Next up we have uh Rowdy Roddy Piper. I wish we could do a Rowdy Piper impression. I can't do that. Oh you know. Oh, he says that's not like an old man kind of. Oh you know, Hogan, you dirty Leather skin racist. Your hot dog skin and your blonde Chinese hair. What <laughs> blonde Chinese hair? It's hair of a Chinese man, but it's blonde. It's oh. like silky and long, but blonde. But not brown, not black of it. Against Hogan um, for the WWF Championship. This is when it was still WWF. It was WWF until what, 20, 2003? 2001. Oh, okay. Uh, both of these guys fight in ringside. Hogan controls um, Piper with the power here. Yeah, uh, Piper goes for like a double axe off the top rope, and Hogan just catches him in a bear hug. That was an impressive feat of strength, right there. Um, that was... So also was Piper transitioning into the sleeper hold on the, on his back. Yeah, yeah. You know, a little monkey. Um, but then Hogan puts him in sleeper hold as well. Then there's a chair involved, and when the chair when the chair gets involved, they're both kind of battling over the chair. Yeah, and um, at one point, um, Hulk's holding the chair. With Piper in a sleeper hold. Yeah. It was weird. And then he finally let go of the chair. It's like, good, thank you. Jeez. Um, and then um, Orton comes out and he attacks Hogan for the disqualification. Paul Orndorff comes out with the chair and runs the heels off. That's right. I gave this two. I gave it four. Preach about it. It was There was a lot of storytelling popping off here. There was um, a clear hatred between the two. I mean, is there a rivalry there? I don't know. But yes, like, there was, at least. <laughs> I mean, dead, dead. But um, watch your head. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, we had a technical difficulty. Uh, I have a weird flying insect, and he's standing on a chair, and his head was. uh, There's a ceiling fan above us, and his head was. I want to say an inch. Yeah, they're dead now. I had to kill that insect. It'll die, I think. But carry on, carry on. on. Um, A lot of good back and forth. Uh, There was, um, yeah, when the chair came in there, when was the first chair introduced into... Pro wrestling? Yeah. I have no idea. Because, like, I never saw, I think this is the earliest match I've ever seen it in. Um, And then the the interference from the back, which we see now, like, this is a lot, a precursor to a lot of what happens in wrestling nowadays. Especially AEW. AEW. They're not taking shots at them, but, I mean, come on. What's interference every single show? Every match in in their show. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just, I don't know. But anyway, Piper vs. Hulk, you can see why these guys are stars. Legit. Yeah. Four bells. Next up, we have Dynamite Kid and Macho Man Randy Savage. No, no man has control for, like, really any of this match. There's really no control given. The, so this is a problem with – I don't want to say it's a problem, but this is something that we're going to have to learn to adapt to as we watch 80s wrestling and early 90s wrestling is the – there's not the spots. There's not the back-and-forth spots, really. For the most part, it's brawling 
and rest holds. Yeah. And that's what, what we get out of this match until Savage goes to the top rope. He's going to do his elbow drop. Diamond Kid drop kicks him. He crotches himself. And he does the... Whoa. Like, picture a backstroke in swimming. Wacky waving inflatable tube, man. Yes. High on ecstasy. Right. And you... And all of a sudden, he, but he has enough wherewithal now to stand up on the top rope and get suplexed off. He, there's a superplex. Superplex. And then as Dynamite goes to roll back for the pin, Savage hooks his leg and pins him. And a, a pretty creative switch, turn of events. And I gave I it enjoyed. four bells. I only gave it two. Wow. Why? It was way too short. But little do we know, how many matches did, did uh, Randy Savage fight? This? He, Savage was in one, two... Three. Um, three, three matches before this, and this is match number four. No, this is this is the this is the third match. Even Putski versus Randy Savage. Fourth match is next. Sixteen minute tournament, four matches. Yeah. Okay, no, you're right. You're right. All right. Junkyard Dog only had to wrestle three. It was still Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh yeah. This was his fourth match. Yeah. And like no wonder it was such a squash match against uh what was his that guy's name Monday Spot Moon yeah. Spot Moon Dog Spot because <clears throat> um, this actually took a, it took a minute you know this would take some energy out of you this match and it's the main event yes I mean main yeah. event Junkyard Dog Macho Man Randy Savage um, yeah both fight to the yeah. outside double axe handle to Macho from Macho Man twice to the outside. And then he puts he puts um, Junkyard Dog's neck over the railing and proceeds to choke him kind of like a guillotine, but using the the, the, the little barricade there. Oh yeah, yeah. They get back in here. A few uh, headbutts from from Junkyard Dog and Macho Man sells them. Like jumps around for him and, and puts his hand up like no, no, more. not another headbutt, please, please, yeah, please, <laughs> yeah, um, stop. And then as Randy Savage runs to, I guess, murder uh, Junkyard Dog, back body <laughs> drop to the outside of the ring, and he's counted out for the win. Three bells. Four. This is a good match. This was a good match. This is a, a lot of brutality, a lot of hatred. Um, the racism is just, it's perfect. I, I wish I didn't know that there was um, the, the stereotype that blacks have heavier, more denser bones. We do. Than whites. Okay, fine. Stronger people. Okay, with a superior race. Okay, I'm not gonna. <laughs> August second, we will all rise up and take over the world. Be there, Norfolk, Virginia. What are you saying? I don't even want to know what that's about. I mean, um, you won't know until you know. I guess I won't know until it's too late. I will rise up. All right, go, go ahead. Four bells. <laughs> Come on, the, like the, the head, the headbutts from. Um, and by the way, all the headbutts look awful. I'm glad they stopped doing that so much, but like they look so fake. Like, and, like because when you when you kiss head when you kiss foreheads with a guy, you're both in pain. And if one of you gets cut, the other one's getting cut. It's just yeah. physics. Um, but like the way that one guy can headbutt a guy in the forehead, and the other guy, oh, and, and the one that headbutts is like, yeah, yeah, I did that. Yeah, I did. And the, and the guy, the guy who got headbutted is like, no, don't do that again. Uh, it's pretty whack. Yeah, I really headbutted. Person, I think on like one occasion, it was a pretty knockout drag out fight, and I was like, I need to do something. So I gave him that old full headbutt, 
and I almost knocked myself out, but I knocked him out, and that's all. You, I but so you you go for for the the nose upper lip area with a head. Oh, see, I just went for forehead. You forehead, don't do that. You smash it. We kissed. What happened? I'm just kidding. It was erotic, wasn't it? No, of course it was. Um, let's go ahead and give our awards out. Let's do it, son. Match of the night. Oh, boy. Uh, Steamboat versus Savage. Heel, Gia, son. I'm going to say Steamboat and Davy Boy Smith. That was a great match. But I like the one with Savage. Man. Worst match of the night. <sighs> Nikolai Volkov versus Dynamite Kid. Really? Yeah. I'm going to go Moondog Spot and Terry Funk. Uh, there was storytelling in there. That was uh, this was just like we hate Russia. Cold War is now, and then uh, or I'm sorry, we hate Russia. Cold War is now, and I I sing the Russian. Oh, what happened? What is this? I got I got drop kick from top rope. You get a Russian accent. Oh, thank you. But you're Hungarian, so I guess you guys are kind of Eastern European. Different part of the world, but yeah, sure. I, Hungarians are Eastern European. We are, but like that's a different country. I didn't say you guys were from the same place. Stop talking about it. So are Russians course. Eastern European? No. Russia's Russia, bro. That's a whole different country. But they're not European. No. Russia's a different continent, dickhead. Oh, God. <laughs> really? I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, it's Russia's... I'm a, so confused. It's a whole different country. It's a, sorry, we do accent well. I, believe, I appreciate that. Star of the night. If I don't say Roddy Roddy Piper, it's got to be Roddy Roddy Piper. Roddy Roddy Piper? Hell yeah. That's my guy, bro. He's like my size and he's fighting Hulk Hogan. He's actually bigger than me. He's a maniac. I'm going to say Steamboat. He made me believe in angels again. When did you stop believing in angels? I never did. It's okay. It's okay. Don't cry. Don't cry. I said said don't cry. Steamboat is the star of the night for me, sir. Uh, okay. Uh, Savage your... is a runner-up. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Right back of the night. Uh, moon dog spot. Probably Iron Sheik over here. He does suck. He does suck, and I gotta give my fashion this those pointy ass boots. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? I, you know what. Forget it. I'm not gonna. You know, <laughs> I am wearing some fly Jordans, but I am wearing cargo shorts. So there's, and, you know, it's also 2021 and 1985. Fair. You don't know the boot standards back then. I do know the boot standards. You're back five, then. but I still, if I saw a guy wearing poodle, I'd be like, "Mom, look at this." She's like, Shh, "That's rude. Don't let." Don't well, you were in New Jersey. People like Iron Sheiky, baby. We're not in New Jersey. They're in Iran fighting for our. Country. We had all kinds of Arabs and 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 Eastern European, all kinds of people in New Jersey. We did whatever. <laughs> what do you know about that state that you're from, idiot? Not very little. I know that there's 21 counties. Atlantic, Bergen, Burlington, Camden, Cape May, Cumberland, Essex, Gloucester, Hudson, Hunterdon, Mercer, Middlesex, Monmouth, Morris, Ocean, Passaic, Salem, Somerset, Sussex, Union, and Warren. Yeah, your governor sucks. He's the uh, worst. <laughs> He's the worst. All right. That's not me. Anyway, uh, spot of the night. Mm. Or moment of the night. It's the moment of the night. I, I like... I like... Uh, uh, Marshal Man Randy Savage going in his undies and pulling out the brass knuckles and peppering the guy in the forehead with him. That was, okay. that was awesome. Mine will be uh, the superplex that he turns into the inside cradle. That was a good move. Because good it, just, it looked really well done. Yeah. Um, what is your botch of the night? I didn't see any botches. I'm not going to – like if you want to call um, Orendorf uh, chicken winging Bob Orton's arm <laughs> – 
That look because like look that wouldn't have hurt. That hurt the guy falling on his shoulder blade way worse than it did. That wouldn't hurt. But um, I really didn't see any any botches that were that bad. There were a few a few slams that looked kind of kind of crappy. But like for I'll the most go part, with what you said. I, I can't think of anything either. I was there was a, it was a good show for that. As far as that, like these were pros. These are pros. Popping off up in here. Popping off. All right. Final rating for the night. Two bells. One. You gave it one? This is probably the worst show I've ever watched. Really? Yes. I can't remember. Okay. Okay. I don't remember. This, I've had the hardest time keeping focus while watching. I don't remember the worst one I've ever watched, but this wasn't the worst one I've ever watched. I mean, I've seen worse. All right. Well, that covers it. Wrestling Classic. 1985, son. November 7th. Remember, remember, the 5th of November, the gunpowder and... Uh, uh, this has been the No Disqualification Podcast. I'm Adrian. I'm Laszlo. And make sure you check out our previous videos or our previous podcasts. We're also our videos on the No Disqualification Podcast Network on YouTube. Make sure you check out our earliest and latest of our podcasts on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you can find your podcasts, because you'll find them out there somewhere. Search them. Search them. My name is Adrian. My name is Laszlo. One move. Huh, huh.